Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Are you looking to sell or buy your home or looking for an investment property? Look no further. BlackWealthRenaissance.com offers a free realtor directory with realtors located across the country to help you meet your goals. Just go to BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. That's BlackWealthRenaissance.com and select Realtor Directory under Resources. Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, the podcast dedicated to normalizing black wealth and providing tools and resources that we believe will be useful for attaining and maintaining generational wealth. Welcome everybody, episode nine of the podcast, number nine, number nine. Today, today we got a special guest with us, Mr. O'Neill Parker, aka real estate entrepreneur. For all y'all that don't know O'Neill, man, O'Neill, he was uh, featured on our pages on that Hero Load of Hump, a way back. Man, O'Neill's a young dude. How old are you? 25? 25. 25 years old, man, with 20 plus rental properties and just doing major things in the real estate game. Uh, yeah, bro. The man does credit repair, gets you hooked up with your business credit. Hey, Man of, man of many hustles, man. That's why we had to get this man's on here the podcast. Oh, now how you doing, bro? I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Oh, shit. Oh, good, bro. I appreciate y'all inviting me on. Oh, man. We appreciate you coming yeah. on, man. You got first guest, bro. Yeah? Yeah, yeah it's because it's only right. <laughs> I feel even better now. <laughs> set the tone for everybody. Set the tone for the people going. Trying to set the bar. Yeah, we know how you do, you know. You, whenever you go for something, you really you push them bars or push the limits, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is gonna be a real special episode, man. I knew I had to put some of y'all on some game with a couple of things. We got some stuff for him to ask you, man. Yeah. But before that, before we get into all that, really, we just like, you know, like a little thing we trying out, a little segment. It was called What's on your timeline. So, what's something that's been on your timeline that you feel like been impactful to you? Man, 
Uh, you just seen. Like impactful as it was. Like you just you just scrolling on social media, you know, you you see something, it's like, oh dang, that really kind of spoke to me. Or something you wanted to make a comment on, something crazy. Hey. I made a comment on something the other day. What's that? With the video when I was talking about how um, everybody try to live for everybody else to impress other people. Like uh, people buy sh like women buy purses and shoes. Yeah. I red bottoms, five hundred dollars bags, six seven hundred dollars. They really be broke as fuck. Oh shit! No. <laughs> they really be broke. You know what I'm saying? They really uh, same with dudes. They buy shoes, like dogs and stuff, just to keep up. New and shit to impress other people. Yeah, like the ugly shoes that's coming out. They know that's up. Yeah, the big, big bag. Come on, the Balenciagas. Oh yeah, the Balenciagas. Like really, like come on. If my face was on there, y'all would be buying it. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about branding, branding and marketing. So basically, uh, people just wasting their money just like. Yeah. Like I said, most of the people that have all that stuff really don't, they don't own that. They all ain't credit. I see the big thing about a post uh, somebody had put up that said, we, in, we live in a society where people would rather walk around with a $420 bag with a $420 credit score. Yeah. Like, that, that's that's true. It's crazy. Yeah, it's true. You work 80 hours to spend all their money on a pair of shoes. Yeah, because some of them really working like yeah. minimum wage. Like, right. you ain't getting a lot of all that, Most of the people that's buying all that shit, like they're working minimum wage. Like, yeah. You go to Walmart and stuff, all the employees got on J. Right. I know you don't make that much money, my brother. Yeah. I know you don't. Or even if you do, man, invest it wisely, bro. Flip it. Um, I got some on my timeline, too. Um, I saw the Ice Cube thing with the, uh, they're trying to buy like 20 plus television stations uh him and a whole bunch of other uh entrepreneurs black entrepreneurs got together he recruited uh will smith uh who else i'm trying to remember it was a few man it was like will smith uh jay-z they, they ended up pulling together 10 billion dollars though like not million 10 billion dollars and they're ready to try to sign the contract but uh charter actually trying to block them they blocked them yeah sold it Dang, they sold it to somebody else. Dang, because it was like a big shareholder in the companies of Charter, so they kind of swayed the vote for them to block the thing, so. They better do it another way. Like, uh, I know somebody in town, actually. He tried to buy some land for a black lady, a black, you know, he's a black man, tried to buy it black, black man. He offered like a million dollars. Then he turned around, he told a white man to go buy it. She sold it to the white man for $400,000. Wow. Now that's what? crazy. That's why they work in his office. So he just put him on the LLC and then once they closed, he just did a quickly, quick claim deed and just put it back in his name. Wow. Dang. So instead of selling it to his own people, for, they could have got a million, they, they got, got 400000 And that was like well, a month later. Damn. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. That happened in last year. But see, and that's that type of shit we be talking about, bro. Like. And with the with us as black people, we are our own biggest problem a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, a lot of shit like always worried about somebody else. Dang, we all stick together. Yeah, because another thing, uh, we spend the most money, but we, we don't own that. Yeah, that, we just out of all the communities, like it's one point six trillion. Yeah, one point two. It was one point two in the Nielsen report. I remember. Yeah, but in this saying that our dollars stay in the community for. Less than six hours, which is ridiculous. Like when you really think about it. Okay. Yesterday, Jalen and I—it's we a lot of different things, though. 
Yeah, a, a black-owned gym. Like, we didn't even know they had one. Like, yeah, they got one. Big Papa? Uh-uh, uh, new guy. We just met him yesterday. Next, next Level Fit. Oh, that's a young dude, huh? Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? His name is Sean. Hey, I don't know his last name. Yeah, I forgot his last name. It's Sean, but uh, like you said, we met him through his branding. Uh, we saw him in Walmart, but today's his grand opening, actually. It's uh, off a of pinhook by the Walmart and a little shopping center. But yeah, it's a uh, nice little indoor facility, man. We got to see it before the grand opening. It's pretty lit. Has some fire tea, too. Yeah, so yeah, anybody yeah. that's listening from Lafayette, y'all be sure to go check them out. Next Level Fitness, by the Walmart out there. They got gym and they got like a smoothie bar slash stuff too. So it's pretty fire. Check that out. That's, oh, oh, yeah. That's cool. I really like that. That that relates back to what we talk about with the needs-based businesses too. Cause it's like, you know, a lot of people want to go to the gym, but you don't hear about that many black owned gyms. And then they got busting here $17 a month. Oh, that ain't bad at all. That's good though. That's cheap. 17 a month. You got the turf. You got the they got the little yoga room, like they do dance classes and stuff and then all that type of stuff. You got your weights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, now we're going to kind of get more into the podcast, like stuff that we really wanted to get into. Let's cool. talk good, but, you know, we get to talk about some real estate. <laughs> yeah, man. He's a real estate entrepreneur, you know what I mean? Yeah. So first, the first question we really kind of want to have for you just to introduce, like, our followers into you. Yeah, like, how did you get your start in real estate? Uh... All right. Well, the first thing I did was when I was younger, well, I'm going to just say my little story. When I was younger, I always uh, liked real estate, like 13, 14. I was driving around with my parents, looking at big buildings, yeah. uh, tell them we should buy this, buy that. Because my, my, my parents own a, uh, a building downtown. Only African-American people don't own a building downtown. Dang, so uh, that was always inspiring to me. So looking at that, I was like, I like buildings too. You know what I'm saying? So uh, fast forward, I was 21, I built my first house. And then a year later, I was just looking on Google how to earn extra money, and then uh, wholesaling popped up. How to flip houses with no money, little money on no credit. So like, this has got to be fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I was just locked in, and then I just started YouTube and all kind of stuff. Uh, found bigger pockets, that meet up groups in the area. Started going, and I just started ever since then. Yeah. And when did you start? I was 20, 22, 2016. Okay, I, I got a question though. I heard you said you built your first house at 21, man. Yeah. I want just just shed some light on that because I couldn't really see myself doing that at 21. I'm not gonna lie, because I know the mindset I was in at yeah. that age. 21. So you was about you was talking about the turnover. That yeah, was like. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I always had a different mindset because when I was younger, my parents still didn't mean to save you money mm-hmm. and then credit. So I was never the type to always go out and spend money and stuff like that. Uh, my grandpa owns a, a cement business, so when I was like 13, 14, every summer I would work with him. Like like $250 a week and I would just save my money. So I always had the mindset of not blowing money, keeping money in my pocket. So that's really how I did it. And then uh, when I was 15, I pro- made a promise to myself it would be to buy a house or build a house when I was 21. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, I did it. That's why I kept that promise, too. Yeah. 15 years old, you thought about that. Yeah, I was thinking about all that at a young age. So do you live in that house currently, or are you? I just sold it in December because I bought it, well, I built it with an FHA loan, mm -hmm. which is a 3.5% down. And I just got another house when I was 23 in Broussard. So I rented that out for like a year, and I sold it because it wouldn't make sense to refinance it. And I'm trying to use my FHA loan again later, like to build a fourplex or something. Okay. So it really didn't make sense to keep that fourplex, man. That's the big right there. I'm still looking for one shot. And after two years of owning the property, if you lived in it, you don't have to tax capital So that's why I sold it. Hmm. Hey, that's a gem right there for it, right there for the people. Message. Also, I didn't I didn't know that you could use an FHA loan multiple times. I said also I didn't realize that you could uh use a FHA loan multiple times. I thought it was uh yeah, just for the first time. So that's why I saw okay. it. And, and gotcha. it makes sense to refinance it because I had a three and a half percent interest rate. Got you. Yeah, that was the lowest at his yeah. time. Mm-hmm. I just sold it. Mm. But you know I'm oh, sorry. But you know, I, I think something that's cool about what you just said too is like, uh, I think that mindset, that mindset shift, is helped by having like family members that are business owners or family members that are currently like in the the field that you want to do, like with your parents owning real estate and stuff like that. Do you feel like that had a bigger shift on your mindset, like growing up at a younger age? Uh, I wouldn't say really because they don't really like they didn't want me to do what I did. Oh, you know? they didn't. No, when I told them, I told them a week before closing because I know they said, nah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> I told them, they told everybody in my family, everybody in my family was telling me, don't do it, don't do it, stuff like that. So when I really about to do stuff, I don't tell nobody, I just do it. Cause I don't want to hear no negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy though, bro. Being that like your family is so heavily involved yeah. and all that, that they still would be like pushing yeah. back against you. Cause you got to think about it, their parents are trying to protect you. They don't want to see you. Yeah. I'm not scared to take a risk. So you just gotta think about it. That's why parents are really negative. They're not, I mean, I'm not gonna say negative, they're just protective of your dreams. They don't wanna see you fail. Yeah. You know? Very, very true. Because most of the time, I'm sure they feel that something, and then they put them, That's know, like put them back Yeah, in. anytime back I to talk about that stuff, like this type of stuff around my parents, they're always on that. Yeah, I would tell them that. Like if people don't understand it really, yeah. you're just wasting your energy. So did they ever come around? Did they? <laughs> not even telling yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> As he gets Son, it was a father and a son. They had a house in the same area. 
So I went check it out, uh, acting like faking it till I make it, acting like I know what I was doing. <laughs> and I got on the contract for uh, 70000 and it was worth, you know, ARB after repairs, it was worth about 240 Dang. I got it at 70 What were the, what were the extra for? He didn't know. Cause he owned, he owned it free and clear. So he, he really didn't matter. It didn't matter to him. It was like an uh, eight and a half of land. The house was like 2,500 square feet. Hey, that's a so, steal. Yeah. So is it true what they say on social media that once you get the first deal, then the next one start to roll in a little bit easier, a little bit better? Rolling after that. And like I said, I had a full-time job and I was going to a lot of meetups in the area. So what I did since I had a full-time job, I was trying to focus on what other people lacked on. So I built a good buyers list. So everybody in the area was getting deals on the contract, but they didn't have buyers. So they would call me and I would lock up the deal for them. Hey, that's smart. You had, you still was getting off of everybody else doing the work pretty yeah. much. And I wasn't doing nothing but shooting texts out and emails. Hey. Getting like $5,000, $10,000 every couple of weeks. Why is that work? I'm glad you mentioned that work. So that's one of the reasons we had mentioned you last week on the <laughs> podcast was that we were talking about people always, like people have a real negative perception of nine to five. Like they mm-hmm. think a nine to five is just the worst thing ever. And while it's something that we all don't want to do forever, mm-hmm. it's something that we feel like you gotta kind of do whenever you're trying to, trying to reach an end goal. Yeah, you don't have to, but I say it's good because it's security. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you can leverage more stuff. Yeah, like for yeah. the leverage, like, cause the way you're doing it, you're leveraging your nine to five to, to like fund your, right. your, your dreams and your goals. So, could you kind of get into how you manage that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched a video about it. Day. I watched it yesterday. But uh, how I do it is you gotta find time in, in those little, those uh, little empty spots in the middle of your day. Yeah. Like, like I said, a lot of people work eight hours, but you're really working two or three that you're productive. So, like during lunch, you need to watch podcasts, listen to videos, make phone calls, uh, whatever your business is, uh, stuff like that. Like I work out, I gotta work out at three o'clock in the morning because I don't really have time at the end of the day because I got to spend family time. So you just got to make time for what you want to make time for. You got to sacrifice, sacrifice sleep, sacrifice friendships, got to sacrifice a lot if you try to get to another level. So that's what you got to do. And uh, in real estate, how I leverage my job is banks like W-2s instead of uh, 1099s and stuff like that. So you might as well keep your job, leverage it, get business credit, stuff like that. So. 
It's easy to get mortgages and finance. Build your portfolio while yeah. you're at work and then, yeah. yeah. Uh, say, oh, Neil, you're not doing your job. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Well, one of your business, uh, it could be anything. It could be uh, Amazon, real estate. Build it up so you can have a smooth transition to entrepreneurship instead of trying to struggle. Yeah, and I think that's really a perception a lot of people got with entrepreneurship that you have to struggle in order to break through and <laughs> succeed. You don't have to, that's a choice. Why struggle if you don't have to? Yeah, that's very true. true. It sounds good to say I quit my job and yeah, I did, but I'm straight on that. Yeah. I'm not doing nothing to it. <laughs> you, know? you quit I got your job and you wonder how you gonna pay your bills yeah, and shit. Nah, that ain't cool, man. I got kids too, so. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to put them through that either. Yeah. You gotta think about uh, health insurance too and stuff like that. So you gotta make enough money to cover that too. Yeah. So it's a lot of benefits to keeping the job yeah. while you're building your, your empire. Yeah, and you can leverage your little 401k thing you got too if you want to. Yeah, get into that a little, because we had mentioned something about it once before. Let's hit a real estate entrepreneur and tell y'all about it. I'm not a fan of it because why would I wait till I'm 65 with my own money? And by the time we're 65, it might boost to 75, you know? So I don't like to rely on other people to hold my money. And then 401k is basically the stock market. That's not the best returns on your money. So you can always roll that into RIA and then leverage that to buy real estate or fund your business. I'm a big fan of the IRAs. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's just like the best retirement investment vehicle yeah. ever. Now it's cool to get a 401k while you're at your job, but this free money if they match you. might as well take advantage while, you, while you're there. Yeah. 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 yeah, like, and then the best part about it is once you choose to leave and like once all the money finally settles, you can just roll it over to IRA. Yeah. Do what we was just talking about. Yeah. What's crazy to one of my homeboys, this job actually gave them a Roth already, like, and they matched that. So I was like, that's fine. Really, you said, yeah, I just match it to the max they do. Yeah. I mean, but still, like, the only problem with matching on the Roth, you ain't go, it's gonna cap you at one point. So it's kind of cool for it's the like job. Like 18,000 a year or something. But the Roth only, you can only get a, uh, at our age, you can only get 5,500. And then uh, 6,000 for people in the old. You can't live up for that. Yeah. No. <laughs> people are allowing that for k and that's that's something that we always talk about man like uh you can't live with no you, you can't you can't live off you can't live off that you can't rely on social security you can't rely on that. you gotta fund your own future because you think about it now I think about a lot of older people not still struggling man what you either have the old people that's struggling or the old people that's really taking care of the family yeah. you either got one of those two and you gotta choose which one you're gonna be I would rather my family be able to show my family how to make the bag so we all could just be okay. Yeah. And whenever I die, the money just go to them anyway. Yeah. Tell them what to do with it. Yep. That was your granddad, son. Yeah, I was about to just chime in. I was about to say that was kind of what, uh, when I first started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, because, you know, I read reviews and some people feel like, you know, oh, this isn't real or that's not how you really do it. And then I just one of the observations I made to understand that it was kind of making sense. I was looking at all the elderly people that I knew around me and the ones that I knew that were retired, that were living well and enjoying their age, their older age, all had assets or some form of something that was bringing in money for them more than just their retirement. And so I was like, you know, that this you what does Robert Kiyosaki guy talking about kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah. And this was just when I was first reading the book. But yes, I, I, I completely agree with that. Like a lot of people don't understand that you have to have something that's gonna be generating you income more than you 
especially when you're ready to sit down, you know? You want to sit down and stop coming. That well run dry. Yeah. You want to be at Walmart greeting. <laughs> hey. You, you yeah, yeah, they're no yeah. yeah. getting rid of the greeters. <laughs> they're getting rid of the greeters, cleaners, st- uh, yeah. stockers. Yeah, like, how many stores is it? Oh. Don't even like you didn't mention it. Uh, this this came out like ago. a couple weeks back. We had yeah. talked about it then. Uh, I know that they put like 1,500 robots in the in stores. stores. Like, like they're going to put robots. The robots 1,500 in one store? No, in oh. different stores. Oh, like, just to test like, out. Yeah throughout, yeah, throughout certain stores. They're going to like replace. They're going to put like a big pickup tower for like all the people do the online ordering and stuff like that. They did better in the Carrico one. Yeah, the Carrico one. They're going to put down a lot more of them. Uh, and the robots, they gonna be stocking the shelf. They gonna clean the floors. <laughs> you gotta think about it. Everybody started at McDonald's. They get yeah. rid of cashiers. They got kiosk machines. Slowly but surely, really? every yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. see I've been inside of McDonald's. You take your own order now. Yeah. Wow. You don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. Wow. They still training people, but that you gotta crazy. take your own order. Cashiers, yeah. like all the type of jobs like that. That's about to become obsolete. You gotta think about the cooks too, because they just put on a little hot plate. Oh, yeah. At one point, I saw, this, I saw this on uh, Twitter the other day. There was a, a Get you a job and build you a business in a needs-based business. Something to fund yourself because you don't want to be down bad. Medicare going out, uh, Social Security going out. It, you gotta, you gotta protect yourself. Yeah, it's getting bad. Yeah. But actually, I, I think that kind of leads into our, our next question too, though. You know, if, if people need to protect themselves and they need to figure out, you know, how to get to that next level. Uh, you know, O'Neal, what would you suggest for somebody first starting out, whether in real estate or trying to do start their entrepreneurial journey or whatever? How would you suggest they get started? You need to hang out with the people that are actually doing what you're trying to do. That's the first step. And how you figure that out is you use social media leveraging instead of looking at well, women and Jews calling the group. Type and use hashtags, and then you'll find people in your area and uh, hang out with people you want to be like. That's what I did. Um, Start Googling, YouTubing, you know, just leverage all your time for the stuff that you want, really want to do. And then you should, you should be all right. You know, the top five, we hang around. Right. You should always be the the, the brokest one in your circle or the dumbest one, not the smartest one. You're the smartest one, you're in the wrong spot. Do you have bad credit and minimum capital and want to get started in real estate? Hi, we're, we're the, the mobile, mobile home, home and lead, lead investors. investors. Our e-course solves all of those problems by giving you all the strategies and secrets to become a successful mobile home investor. Tune in at www.mobilehomeeliteinvestors.com. I definitely, I, I think, I, I think I'm in the correct circle. I learn something from these guys every day. So <laughs> we, we, we always try to put each other on some information. It's just networking and getting getting out there to more and more people, man. That's the thing. Surround yourself around positive people. Amen. It looks like I, negative people around. Yeah, it's contagious, man. Uh, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, can you? What's your take on like ownership within our community? Like, I know you're buying a lot of property. Mm-hmm. Would you encourage more of 
um, people to just, you know, buy back the block and say, this is one of the ways where we can, like, take it to that next level. Because I was talking about it earlier, like you were saying on your video, a lot of people just buying shoes and money and everything like that. They don't see the bigger picture. That's the people that be in a buy on their 80, yeah, 60. <laughs> the shoes ain't gonna help you then. So um, that's the reason I put the, uh, the uh, monthly group together mm-hmm. for stuff like that, to teach everybody about credit, real estate, stuff like that. So uh, I'm thinking, I want to do it at the end of the year, probably next year. What I really want to do with the group is look at everybody's credit score, and you got to get in credit repair if it's bad. So the end goal is to get everybody together. We all put five grand or something, and we start buying stuff. That was the end goal. That's what I, we had talked about yeah. coming out of college. Like, yeah. that was our, one of our goals together. We all, once we get to a point, we can all save up five grand. We pool that money and buy an asset yeah. as a group. So that was my plan for the real estate. That's so fine. It's only the beginning. You already know we with the shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you not in, well, that's what I was about to I probably do it uh, start January. So it's going you got to fill out an application. You got to get a, you to look at your uh, credit card, even though it's not accurate, it's close. So if you're probably six, eight or under, you gotta get credit repair and stuff like that. So in the next three months, you will be in the 700. So we all get together, we start buying. But yeah, I think it's very important. Uh, what I'm trying to do right now is buy all the houses next door to my grandma's house. Um, and, well, it's close to the same street where I live, on San Antoine. Yeah. I'm trying to buy it all right now. I yeah, think it's we important. We were driving for dollars in that neighborhood too. So yeah. I know like a lot of the houses that you're talking about. So yeah. that would really be dope, especially for that part of the town too, man. I think it's very important because um, after a time, other communities will start buying where you was from and it, ain't, it won't look the same. Because no, especially with that opportunity zone thing, because uh, one thing a lot of people don't understand what it is, they think that the ones that's opportunity zones right now are gonna be the only one. Yeah, they're gonna change They're gonna keep changing years. it around every couple of years. So eventually they're gonna touch all the hoods. Yeah. So if your hood not in one right now, it could, it will be. be. It, will, it, will, it, will, it will be. It will be. And, I, like and I'm sure what they're gonna do with that is knock down all the houses and start building new ones. Yep. yep. Turn some of that to commercial property. Start putting. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Then you know if they come to the community, they're going to put apartments, liquor stores. Uh, oh, they're going to push you out and turn into yeah, yeah, they, 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 like a really refined community. Yeah. They're either pushing you out or they ain't making you no better. Yeah. And you can't, you can't, you have no control if you don't own that. I want to be on. Yeah, you Shout can get. If you're a renter, you can get evicted at any month, any given time. Either you gonna get it, yeah, you gonna get evicted, or they gonna keep on hiking up the prices. Yeah. 
So it sounds like the only options are basically to own so that you can have some type of control over the situation or allow somebody else to come in and see the value in it and then they'll overcharge and price you out. Yep. So you got That's what we've been telling people. <laughs> Ownership major. Ownership everything. And then people just gotta learn uh, what money is, credit is. A lot of people don't know you can buy a house if you make 25,000. Yeah. And so you work at McDonald's or whatever, you can still buy a house. It might not be the house you what? want. It might not be the house you want, but you still can buy one. Yeah, it's ready and rent. And then I hear, especially where we at, yeah, houses in Louisiana, some affordable. You can buy a, a decent crib for thirty thousand. In Appaloosa, you can get you can get a lot of stuff for thirty thousand. Yeah. Two cribs for thirty thousand in Appaloosa. <laughs> yeah. Your mortgage will be a hundred something dollars, maybe two hundred if that would insurance. Hold on, now I gotta hop in like some of our followers. So you're telling me that I can get a house. Working uh, working at McDonald's or something like that, and then my mortgage might still be cheaper than me actually renting. Of course. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, but but see, when you have a mortgage, you can't you can't go anywhere. You're you're stuck. Nah, that ain't true, man. That ain't true. If you stay in your house thirty years, that's on you. I'm not. Like you said, you can so move many for two years, years. Yeah, and you won't pay no taxes on them capital gains. Like what what happened in my neighborhood? I bought my house. At uh two fifteen, now it's worth two sixty. Now was I bought I bought that in two thousand seventeen. So it's that fast. So now this year I can sell it if I want to make that quick sixty thousand because I only owe like one hundred ninety something. It just look boom out of that. It's like that. Hey, but that's the type of stuff people don't think about. They just think about that debt, like that number. They get scared yeah. of them numbers. Like oh man, I'm one hundred ninety thousand dollars in the hood. Well, if you rent. You just throwing your money away. Like you don't have no ownership, no equity, nothing. That wrong. You got a plan, but yeah. you don't own nothing. Like, no, some people situation. Yeah, some people rent, but they own stuff. Yeah. Like if you don't own nothing and you rent, you you in a bad spot. I don't think I don't think it's a reason for anybody in their forties to still be renting. Right. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> nah, <laughs> what you yeah, doing, bro? You've you been in the same place, the same people. What you renting? Yeah. Like you got people that rent all their life though. You got people that rent the same house for thirty years. They feel like they, they own. do. If, if you've been renting the same house for thirty years, you better have the nicest investment portfolio I've ever seen. I know people like that. Like in my family, they got the same portfolio. They've been the same house for thirty years. They've been renting. They ain't never thought about having. You think they own it? Nah, I. Hey, I, I know some people like that too. My grandma was telling me the other day she about to do some renovations on one of the uh, houses that that she owned and. She said the lady been in there for 20 plus years. She done bought the house several times, yeah. but for, for what they paid for it, but she just never moved out. And my grandma was still charging the lady like $500 for rent. Yeah. I was like, granny, you, you might time. need to go up. She bought it for like 10 or 15,000. Hmm? I said she bought it a long time ago. She probably bought it for 10 or 15,000. Yeah, and they own it flat out at this point. Yeah. Cause the house was like next to my grandma's house. They were sold them in the nine for 15 grand. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so get y'all some land. One, they're not making no more. It's only going up every day. Every day. Dang. That's right. Um, and I'm gonna roll into the the last question for you. What is financial freedom to you? Like what what does what type of pictures does it make for you? 
when I go wake up, and do what I want whenever I want. If I want to go to Mexico, I'm gone. I ain't gonna ask nobody. <laughs> I ain't gonna check no bank account. I'm, I'm just gone. Just book your flight. Say okay, baby, yeah. let's go. Right. <laughs> um, your assets paying for all your bills. That's that's considered financial freedom. Once it's a dollar over, you free. That's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. That's all about that cash flow. Yeah. So get one ounce per bill, you straight. Cash flow. And you gotta worry about that. Yup. That's financial freedom, really. You don't have to work to get get the money that you need. It's already coming in. Whether you're sleeping, you're in Mexico, you're in China, the check's still coming. So that's financial freedom. But you can be wherever you want and you still get paid. Making that money while you sleep. Yeah, that's the dream. Making more and more money. You don't have to work for it? Shit. Can't beat that. I mean, you had, you work for it. Yeah, you, you work, work for, for money. Yeah, you work for one time or two times. Not, yeah, not you put no hours in and you got to yeah. be there. It's not every day you go in there yeah. and clock it in. And, hey. The ratteries. Yeah. So I know well, there's one last question I have for you too, Neil. What are your plans from here? Like your your future plans, your goals and all that. Trying to want a lot of laugh here. <laughs> uh really it's um getting to bigger things, uh more commercial. Like my dream is uh to get uh trailer parks, mobile home parks, apartment buildings. Uh, I don't know if strip mall is still going to be popping by then, but I want a, <laughs> a strip mall with about five units. I want to have a gym, uh, mortgage company, uh, maybe a credit repair company, probably a dentist and a barbershop. So things people need, so yeah. they're not going nowhere. And they all go feed each other business. So that's probably, that's my main things right now. Really, that's probably my main goals. And I'll start paying off my rentals. And then um, just giving back to the community. That's dope. Bro. Teaching yeah, people dope. about uh, financial literacy and stuff like that. That's the mission, man. That's the goal. That's that's what we aim to do with this this podcast and just this movement in general. Yeah, man. I'm gonna be the one stop shop. Like right now, I'm studying for my insurance test, and then after that, it'll be mortgage. I'm gonna do credit, business credit, insurance, and marketing. So that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Bro. Yeah. I commend you, man. Thank you. Bro. I appreciate it. No problem, man. For real, bro. So I'm gonna so, all that stuff once I, you know, pass my test and stuff. Yeah. So with the insurance stuff, what was the process of getting like it should, like uh, taking like, tests, man? Taking tests. Yeah, I'm studying right now. I'm probably gonna take my test. See, and whenever I was in Dallas, my cousin she was like trying to get me to do insurance claims adjuster. I didn't do it. I, I feel like I should have done. You should. But she was like, they were going off far and everything. Like they would go to all the disaster areas where they were. Yeah, nice, nice yeah. chicks. Yeah. I'm still thinking about it. You gotta think about it. Everybody need insurance. Yeah. Everybody wanna buy a house and need a mortgage. You credit bad, you need credit repair. So, all things is not going on. For now, until they change it. You know, until people learn how to bash their damn money. Right. <laughs> but it ain't going nowhere. So, that's the, that's the place I wanna be in. That's smart. Yeah. The man with the plane. It's the only but- but hey, if if any of our followers and stuff want to like keep up with you or kind of see where the journey's going, and and I know we referenced your videos several times, where can they check you out at? Uh, Instagram Real Estate Period Entrepreneur, Facebook O'Neill O N E I L Parker, and uh, same with YouTube O'Neill Parker. You can uh, go follow me on all those. Send me a message if you have a question. 
And that's your that's your brand on you too, huh? That the cash flow is king. That's yeah, you, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the website. Gotta plug the merch. <laughs> if y'all want a shirt, y'all can just hit me up with with us. We'll ship you one. We have a uh, millionaire making cash flow is king and uh passive income is no ultimate goal is passive income. So we got three different shirts. Whatever color combination you want, we got. Hey, clean, clean. And anybody, anybody, South Louisiana, the, uh, when when are the Millennial Networking Group meetings? Uh, what is this? Third Thursday of the month at six thirty, and then uh, the real estate group is the fourth Thursday of the month at six thirty. Cool. Yeah. You want to learn a little something? Hello. Great. South network. Louisiana. Y'all heard what he said. You trying to you trying to get into it? You got to hang around you people that's already free. doing it. That's free. If you call that sign up, you got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let them go. Service is free, man. People don't take advantage of us free. Food stamps will be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our free cell phone. Our free money. Everybody will be there. More than financial education. Yeah. Which, I'm straight. Which basically does lead to free money if you do it right. Yeah. You got to change your mindset, man. But I like how you had said that a lot of people don't take on opportunities because it look like work. Yeah. You had referenced it earlier in the truck. Couldn't look hard. Yeah, yeah that, I, I like that because it's really true. That's what the thing. Everybody yeah, want that, they want that instant, gratification. instant gratification. They want that microwave right money. Yeah. Anything that's worth it, take a little work. But anything in the beginning, if you don't know what you're doing, that's the hard part. So figure out how to do it. Once you figure it out, it's easy. So it's like this platform, it wasn't the easiest when y'all first started, but now it's a little better. Yeah. It's probably still a little harder. <laughs> but we, we start to get the process done. Yeah. Social media, that's it. It's not easy. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey, hold on, hold on. Now we coming out with a social media course. You about to spoil it for us. Now hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, but uh, y'all be sure to make sure y'all check that out whenever that does come. We gonna keep y'all posted up there. Try to help y'all grow y'all social. Yeah. Mine growing a little bit. Oh, you you doing? You gotta put out some good content. For sure. At the end of the day. Yeah, engage with your people, talk to them. Some people feel good once they get to a certain level, they don't want to comment back and reply to the DM. That's the biggest thing, really. Yeah, engage. You got to talk to them. Oh, they say doing questions all the time. Still <laughs> <laughs> you be getting no people asking your DM. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be, I'm be straightforward. Shit. I ain't going to be your parents, baby, since That's what a lot of people need. Yeah. Somebody straightforward, I mean. Yeah, like one dude, he been talking for over a year, still ain't stuck. Hey, get up, man. <laughs> you, 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 you ain't serious. You ain't bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> get off Instagram. You ain't serious, still ain't doing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. That's like beating me head against a rock, right? Yeah. You want me to give it to you. You got to at least try. Business stuff with a little bit of effort. That, that kind of leads me to a point that's something I want to talk about. The reason you was able to get into it and do all the other stuff that you mentioned earlier is because you took action. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It's action. End of the day. Stop thinking and just do. People hate that answer. They act like it's the most cliche answer in the world, but it's the God out of the truth. The best way to get some shit. Stop thinking and just do it. Yep. The faster you feel, the faster you 
he was scared of failure. That's the best way to learn us. Messing up. And you never forget after that. You <laughs> damn right. You be right on your forehead. Yeah. And that's like, this is kind of a complete segment, but that's really, I think, that's the problem with school. Like, that's why we, we're not the biggest fans of the educational system as it, is, as it currently stands, because it teaches you that failure is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to, to be good in school, to the, per- you, the person that makes the least mistakes is the best person. I was good in school. That's, that's not how life works. Like, mm-hmm. the person who's not afraid to make mistakes is the person that's going to get further in life. Yeah. yeah. Most people, the smartest people in school usually be the failures in life. Yeah. I was like an A student, like all through high school and shit, but all through life. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, oh my, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Until I got to college. And like, yeah. really, once I got to college, I, I think the first time I got like a D, I got a D in like a math class. It was like, so engineering, man. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. He was crying. Oh, no, bro. I was hurt, though. I, I ain't going to. God damn, but like that part, once that, after that experience, like I realized that this shit not that important. Like it's really, it's not going to break me. It's not bigger than me. And what I learned was I just probably wasn't the best at that. I learned a little bit in the process. And I kind of adopted that mentality that like, man, fuck it. It's whatever. Like, that's how it was. It's whatever. Like, it's just going to be whatever. Cause man, I was, used to be like angel about my grades. I cheated on middle school, high school, college. <laughs> oh, cheating is called collaboration. Yeah, yep. I knew I didn't want to be in school. <laughs> I knew I didn't want to be in school. The first book, or my first book, cover to cover, it's going to be not a reason why, no. That's because you're reading about stuff you ain't want to Yeah, you're just some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I always tell people that. People be like, I don't like to read. What have you been reading? <laughs> what were the topics? Were you actually interested in them? Because you probably like to read. You probably just don't like what they gave you to read. Yeah. I know nothing about that. Like, read some history books. No, sir. Yo, yo, I like history. Just not like the history. Yeah, I read some black history. Yeah. You know, just history of America. I don't care about that. So what what I'm book you reading right now, bro? Uh, Grant Cardone book, uh, How to Create What Real Estate and uh Damon John, what is grind? Rising grind. Rising grind, yeah. I'm reading right now. Yeah, I like reading books about money. It's <laughs> <laughs> either money or negotiating books. I'm, yeah. I'm really trying to get deep into negotiating. Beneficial books. I don't read books. Yeah, I don't about like that. that what a fine shit. Yeah, man. That's what it's going to do for me. Yeah. Financial literacy books. That's what I read. And I enjoy reading them too. Financial literacy. I like personal development books too. I like them a good bit. Some of them get a tad bit repetitive. But. Yeah, it's all the same thing. Yeah. Well, we can wrap up episode nine of the podcast. We want to thank you again for coming on and being our first guest, Mr. Yeah, Odell. Man, I appreciate man it, we man. enjoyed having you on the show. Always, man. Always. All right. We'll be able to get you on in the future again. Hey, man. Once I come you're back. doing bigger and better things. I'll come man. back, man. Oh, <laughs> that's, we going to look forward to that, y'all. Marcus Words, he's going to be back. All right. <laughs> uh, everybody, make sure y'all like, subscribe, rate, review with the podcast. Y'all be sure to check out the website, uh, blackoverrenaissance.com. It's up. It's live. We got great content on there for you guys. We got mortgage calculators. We got the realtor directory. Uh, what else? We got a lot of stuff. Yeah, we got, we got, we got two we got resources. Yeah, we got, we got a couple everything. blog posts up there. 
uh, them courses, man. Anybody looking to get started in real estate, don't know where to start. We got the Black Real Estate School up there, uh, Oklahoma Lead Investor. Looking to get your budget right. We got the Wealth Culture. There's a couple freebies on those too, so y'all be sure to check that out. Man, that's some stuff, you know, we just, we just want to do, man. We're trying to do like you should do it, man. Trying to be like you, man. <laughs> and also, y'all, y'all go check out everything uh, O'Neal told y'all where to reach hey, out. Hey, to. that's what I'm talking about, yeah. man. Plug me in. I got you. I got you. <laughs> well, y'all, this is Black Wolf Renaissance signing out. Peace. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.